Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Power Up Project. My name is Jason Tharp, also known as the Champion of Hope. Um, and here's what I'm going to need you to do right out of the gate. I know you're getting value from this stuff. I know that the stuff, I, I know I'm dropping knowledge. I mean, I know I am. I know I'm providing hope. I know because I am gutting myself on each one of these episodes. I just tell my guys how like I feel like my blood pressure going up because I feel like I'm getting a little pissed at myself as I talk to this stuff, talk through this stuff because I am wanting so badly to connect and let people see what is possible in their life. And the only way I can do that is through your help. So what I need you to do is very simple. You're listening to this, like this, subscribe, let somebody know it exists. You walk and talk to everybody throughout your day. Let them know what's going on. Tell them, hey, there's this dude that had brain cancer supposed to be dead, but he's still here. He's, he's taking all that story and he's spreading hope with it. I don't know. Maybe that's a good opening line for you, but do something to help me in this mission. And I would really, really appreciate that. All right. I'm going to pat. I'm going to, I'm going to shelve my passion for a second and I'm going to give you the cheat code for life. Um, it's a breakthrough. I mean, I hope you're ready for it because it's really going to knock your socks off. I think, um, there's not one. That's the cheat code. Um, we're all looking for a shortcut. It's simple. We all are looking for a shortcut. You probably are listening to this podcast hoping that this is going to provide you with a shortcut. You have bought how many programs and listened to how many books on CD and how many audiobooks and your audibles and your heroes and your gurus and your all these people that you listen to all the time tell you the exact same thing, looking for a cheat code, a way to bit, pit, put the pieces together. Um, sometimes I try to combine too many words and I was trying to put too many together there. And we're all looking for these things, but the thing is, is that we don't realize that there are things in our way that are stopping us from letting these things sink in. And that to me is where the cheat code lies. It's in understanding the filter in front of the information. Because the truth is, is you can take in all this information that you want, but none of it's going to work if you never apply it. You can listen to all of these audiobooks. Trust me, I did the exact same thing. I was looking for an answer. And it all came down to stop listening and start applying what I was learning. At some point in time, you're going to have to figure out that you can only take in so much info before it just becomes noise. And you've spent all this money on stuff that isn't really helping you. You know, it's kind of like buying a really expensive car and never driving it. The whole point of it is to drive it around. The whole point of you taking in all this knowledge is to actually apply it. So what I do want to address is I want to address three parts that I think will help in the formation of you starting to understand what it really does take to transform your mindset, to go from somebody who thinks that you can't to somebody that thinks that you can. To bring a little context in case you're new for this. So for me, you know, it was at one point in time weighing 400 pounds and I had a breakthrough and Figured that all out. Lost over 200 pounds. I've had it off for a long time. Never paid attention to it. Never paid attention to the awakening that was happening then. Um, it was like basically being on the, bank, the brink of bankruptcy and losing it all. Um, to then figuring out a way to dig myself out of it and start writing books and having, I think, 23 or so books out. Um, didn't pay attention to the awakening then. I didn't pay attention to my own learnings along the way. Instead, I've always looked at all my shortcomings. And then it took a brain cancer scare. I say scare because I'm all clear now. Um, and I'm supposed to be dead in seven months, but I'm not. 
obviously. Um, it's over two years, still here, still kicking ass um, and spreading hope. And how did I get there though? How do you go through all that stuff? Because the thing that's craziest to me, the part that I, I, if I have to be honest with you, that I really took me a long time to dig through is how could I be somebody when I really look back at my story as I started writing, switching over now from kids' books to adult books, and I want to capture what I've learned, I kept tripping over this idea of like, how was it through all of that noise, optimism always was the first thing that happened? Like, what was it about all of that stuff that it just made it so easy to just ease right into optimism and seeing your parts? And what I kind of figured out was I think there was like three things that really played a key role. And this is what I want to share on this episode. So the first was fear. Um, Adults, you know, we're so afraid of everything. We're afraid of admitting that we're afraid. We're afraid of things that we don't understand. Um, we're afraid of everything. I mean, there isn't anything that you're afraid of. Even the most confident person still has fear of something. And mostly what you're afraid of is the unknown. You're afraid of a story that somebody else has either told you or you've told yourself, which is completely not your normal. It's unknown and you don't know the answers to it. So therefore, you kind of step into the process with a little bit of fear. And sometimes a little bit of fear is um, like a snowball in a cartoon. It could start out really small, but if it hits that hill, it's going gonna, it's gonna to build and it's going to drive over you and you're going to be flattened. It can be crippling. And the thing that sucks most about fear is it has so many faces. Sometimes it seems like it's a loving embrace. Sometimes it seems just like the right person had just walked into your life at the right time. It's got really, really good sneaky skills. But the truth of a lot of it is, is that fear usually, at least I think, I believe, is accompanied with love right behind it or close behind it. And what will happen is that fear has a lesson to teach you. It's about being open to that lesson. And once you get that lesson, you get this confidence. And usually that lesson will come in the form of fear because you can only take so much before you realize that on the other side of whatever you're going through right now is an end. And it can seem so overwhelming that we forget that it will end too. And on the other side, you're going to find that love has been chilling, kind of waiting for you to get over a lot of times yourself, if I'm being honest. At least that was for my case. And ultimately, what would happen is that we have to take action. And see, we get afraid because when we just want to change our mindset, we become afraid because it seems like it's going to be messy and it seems like it's going to have a lot of pain and all that stuff like that. And it will, I can promise you this, your fear and facing it, any transformation is going to be hella messy and it's going to suck. And all of that stuff will come true, but everything starts out like a mess. And out of that settles the coolest stuff. Think about like the craziest storms you've been through. What that storm leaves behind is rain that grows amazing flowers. It changes things in a minute, right? The same sort of thing happens for you. You have a tornado of life go through, but out of it settles stuff that you figure out maybe the good things about yourself. The other part's resistance. 
So we have fear and then we have resistance. Resistance in, I want to do this thing, but man, you know, video games are more tempting or, you know, I need to make that phone call right now, or I need to this, I need to that or whatever. It's your, your, your mile long to-do list rather than facing the things that you want to do in a transformation of your stuff, because it's difficult to face emotions because we don't want to face them, right? Because an emotional change means that I have to change some aspect of myself. And if I have to change an aspect of myself, then I might have to unlearn some things about myself. And that can be kind of daunting and scary because in that process of learning new things about ourselves, that's still unknown. That's still fear. So fear and resistance like to hang out together and like to tell you all the stuff that you want to hear at that moment to get you to stop in your pursuit of changing over what you ultimately want to be. And we don't have to always listen, right? Think about it. When you're a kid, did you always listen to your parents? Most of the time you try to figure out some sort of way to get around it. Maybe as an adult, what your key is, is learning how to get around fear. Can you use them against each other, right? You can resist facing fear by going about the thing that you want to do. Do the exact opposite. If you know you're afraid of something, why don't you try to do the exact opposite of it? And resist the urge to always go towards what fear is telling you to do. Instead, say, like, not today. I'm going to jump into this water that I'm afraid of. Or I'm going to tackle this thing that has been just kind of, I'm going to clean the junk drawer today. Right? Just stop. Stop. And the, the other big one, and this one will police all of them for you, is the lack of self-awareness. So you got fear and you got resistance. Now, the key to overcoming both of those guys is to be aware. So when we have a lack of self-awareness. What I mean by that is that you, a lot of times you will say stuff like, I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. Or I don't know why no matter how hard I try, X happens. Or why do I feel down all the time? Or why? And it, because what we're doing is we're giving ourselves a general statement. Like, I'm a person that, and fill in the blanks, Right. But what we're really doing is we're, we're not taking a moment to become self-aware of what we're actually thinking. Like if you have, if you're a person that has a multitude of shitty moments, ask yourself in one of those moments, what is it about this moment that I don't like? Take a moment to stop and think. You know, when I used to do school visits, I would tell kids all the time, here's a trick to get your parents to chill out on being mad at you for a moment, right? And I use this analogy for them when it comes to bullying, is if somebody's being mean to you, they're emoting, right? They're giving you an emotional response. Now, whether it's self-imposed or it's somebody else, they're reacting with an emotion attached to it. The easiest way to disrupt that emotional attack is to ask a question. Because there's a word attached to when you ask a question, it starts with the T that I tell the kids, tell me one word that starts with T that you got to do before you can answer a question. And it's think. And when you're thinking, it's really hard to have an emotional reaction because you got to pause for a minute. And you have to go like, yeah, why am I being mean to myself right now? What's wrong with this? Why, why is it that I feel the need to always put myself down or... Am I really all of those things that I tell myself? And what you'll start to realize is that when you become more self-aware of what you're going through, 
it's like little guideposts will flop like just in your life will just pop up. I was going to say flop out, but that sounds weird. They'll just pop up where all of a sudden you start going like, hmm, okay, there's a pattern here. Whenever anything, for me, this is my pattern. So you guys can kind of understand where I'm coming from with this. I was a self-sabotager. Anytime anything good went my way, I felt I didn't deserve it. So the first thing I would do is blow it up. Because if I blow it up, then that is feeding my story. That's feeding my fear. That's feeding my resistance and all of that. It took self-awareness for me to realize why is it that I keep doing this stuff to myself. And when I started to write it down and I got it out of my head, whether you write it down, whether you journal it, whether you record it, like I got in the habit of doing a little of everything. I would record myself going on walks and talking to myself. I would, re- I would get out my, I use an iPad and I would type out like, what is it, you know, what am I feeling right now? And what started to show up were certain different, certain patterns that were like, oh, okay, cool. Now you can Scooby-Doo that mystery. Once you start to understand what is going on with you, you can start to unpack it and figure out, okay, if I know that I'm emoting this way and I'm pissed at myself for doing this and it's, it is presenting itself in my world as criticism, as complaining, as all of these other things that are throwing me off that are ultimately not helping me get to where I want to go and not serving my mission of changing my mindset, what can I do different? And then you start to game plan it. An easy way to start this is to have audacious goals. If your thing is, is that, you know, you've told yourself a million times that you can't, you can't run a mile, that you are, you know, I don't know, like eating a burger, you know, and and fries is so much more important. And, you know, um, you're just not, you're just blatant to all of it. Right. And you, you've kind of set the stage up where you, you've really mastered fear. You're really sucked into resistance and forget self-awareness. But now all of a sudden you woke up today and you want to figure out a way out. Set a crazy goal. Once you start to figure out what your patterns are, maybe it is like, you know, I'm going to run a marathon in a month. Set this huge audacious goal. Your goals should scare you a little bit. And when they scare you a little bit and they really matter to you and you can really attach an emotion to that and you are really self-aware of what you want to do, because that's what comes with self-awareness too, is it's going to come with a huge emotional pull. You're going to be unwaverly in your pursuit of this thing because no longer is fear and resistance going to steer. Now you're taking over and those dudes got to hang out in the back seat because there's no room for them in the front. Then set some great crazy goals and build towards that. Doesn't mean that, you know, you, you are like, if you don't a year from now run your marathon, that you're a loser. Doesn't, that's not the way to look at it. All that means is that you set yourself a goal and you have gotten a lot farther. Now, I do believe that you could really set some crazy goal and do it because I've done it myself many, many times. I just never paid attention to it. What I'm asking you to do is learn from my mistakes. Learn from my inability to recognize within myself the greatness that I was holding, my, I was holding back from not only my life, but everybody else that I came in contact with because I was unwilling to 
just become aware of what I was thinking. And I was afraid to walk through that mud and that mess and everything because I was too busy looking at the world and seeing what everybody else was doing, thinking that that was meant for everybody else and not meant for me. Instead, I had to take control. And I was forced to take control. Because if I wanted to be somebody that was going to live, I had to. Now, here's the beauty of this. You don't have to be put in that position. You can just take some of the stuff that I'm sharing right now and realize that like, hey, you know, I'm not making this up. My diagnosis was real. You are going to have something that's going to hit just as hard one day. Why wait till that day? When somebody else is willing to share this kind of stuff with you, why wait for that day for you to change your life for the better of what you actually want, not what everybody else has told you that you want for your life? So guys, this is, this is what I mean by shortcuts. There aren't any for anything. And I will tell you the same thing that I tell the kindergarten kids, elementary kids, high school kids, and all the other kids I've talked to through all these school visits. Everything that you think is a shortcut and there's a short way there, if it actually happened, you probably wouldn't like it anyway. Because all that is is just some sort of pie-in-the-sky idea. You're looking for a shortcut. But when really the beauty of everything that you're building all comes from being able to step back and look at yourself and go, look how far I've come. Because you've challenged yourself. Now, here's the best part about that is once you've gotten to that point where you have challenged yourself and you've overcome, now what you can you do to pass that on to somebody else? Because your next evolution is in you sharing the, the information that you picked up to help somebody else along the way. I truly believe that is how hope serves us as a greater good, is we are, each of us, guideposts of resilience for other people to look at, to see that inside of each one of us, hope and transformation lives. But all that has to happen is somebody has to point out that ability within us, and that is what role that I would like to play in this process of becoming this champion of hope, I've had to really look at myself hardcore, really analyze what I really want to do with all this stuff, and then start to be brave enough to step into that. So a lot of ways you really have to understand when I sit down to do these podcasts, this is, this is me doing exactly what I am telling you on this episode. Fear and resistance is telling me, don't share this stuff because nobody... Nobody is going to understand or um, you're not going to say it right or whatever. And resistance is saying, man, it was, it'd be a lot easier just to skip out on doing this today and go figure out something else to do. But self-awareness is telling me, yo, dude, if this is really what you want to do, do you think that skipping out all this stuff is the best way to go about it? And it's not. So I lead with that now. And it's, and it's serving me well. Amazing things are on the horizon. There's so many cool things that I cannot wait to share with you guys um, as we're building all of this stuff we're building. Beyond Hope Project will be launching on 11-11-23. And when we launch that, I think that what you'll find is um, a community that you've been looking for. People that are out there that are just like you trying to figure stuff out. And what we're going to do is we're going to build something that's imperfect. It's not going to be good from the start. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It might sound like I'm hyping up 11.11, but I am 
just because I want you to check it out, but it's not going to be perfect and it's going to evolve and that's okay. That's how life works. So in a lot of ways, you're going to get to watch this grow with us. Um, but what I do need from you though, is I need a little assist. I need you to share this stuff. I need you to give me a power up back. I need you to provide hope to me that all of my facing my fears and my resistance and letting my self-awareness lead the, lead the way for me has worked and has provided you with some value. And if I have done that for you during this episode, what I need you to do is I need you to tell people. I need you to share this. I need you to tell people that this is going on. And if you want to be part of it, send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, all that. I'm on all that stuff. Um, I'll be honest, I don't check it a lot. But if you message me, I'll message you back. If you leave a comment, I'll leave a comment back. There isn't a comment that I don't answer unless you're a total jerk then you know we don't need any of that stuff i've nixed all that stuff out of my life and you should too but if it if that is the case though if you want to be part of all of this stuff i encourage you jump on facebook instagram start following me i'll keep you up to date on all those things in the meantime though huge favor just provide me with the power up like this share it subscribe all that good stuff like that and the last thing i want to leave you guys with is i just want to remind you what a great job you are doing of being a human. It's not easy. Life is always going to throw us curveballs, but you are one of those people that don't swing and miss. You might hit a foul ball sometimes, but you can get back in that batter's box and you're going to keep moving because you care about yourself and you care about the world. And I want to thank you for being part of this world with me. I hope this helps. Bye. Foxland Media. Think big.